across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. So, we all know that South Africa has got a massive energy crisis at the moment. And um, I I would have said maybe we've got a problem. But I think many experts are now coming and calling it a major, major crisis. Shandang Mumalo is a spokesperson for the South African Photovoltaic Industry Association. I hope I've got that right. My tongue there battling. Joining us on the line, just to really talk about an opinion piece that was penned by one of um, Shanda's uh, colleagues talking about just what a crisis it is and what needs to happen for South Africa to get its act together. Shanda, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Camilla. How are you? So I'm saying we, we've got a problem. Um, the opinion piece calls it a crisis. How bad is it? So look, we've had load shedding for the past 12 years or so, um, mm-hmm. and therefore I think we can call us a crisis um, and we need a plan to get out of the situation that we were in. You know, originally, if you look at what happened at the beginning of COVID, we were told that because people were going to be staying at home, there would be no more load shedding. We don't have the demand um, that that is uh, going, required to, um, to put on new generation capacity and that has proven untrue um, and that therefore is why we're calling it a crisis and to really encourage ourselves as consumers um, and voters and also governments to really step up and do something to resolve the situation. So you, you're calling from for renewable energy. That's what your colleagues are calling for. And you make the point that, in fact, it's not just going to be, and, and many people have said, well, it's unreliable and so on. But you make the point, look, South Africa has a lot of sun as opposed to some member states in, in Europe who, who have less sun and are doing using solar far more effectively than, than we are even attempting to. Yes. Yes, we are calling for renewables. What we also advocate for is a balanced system yes. and a, a mix, mix of generation. Mm. So nobody is saying, you know, get rid of all of the other options. That's not what we're um, saying. But what you do need to do is look at what you have in terms of resources as a country and to uh, use those as as beneficially as you can. And we have natural resources that are uh, free to use, solar being one of them. And therefore, we should uh, we, we should use that as something that we can build on over the next few years um, and look at that to come online as quickly as possible. Lots of people have been concerned about storage of energy. So yes, there's sun today. Maybe tomorrow there won't be sun. There's been talk about, well, where then do you store this energy? You guys are saying, well, it's not rocket science. We've got platinum, for instance, here. Yes, so we have um, all of the minerals that are required to go into um, producing and manufacturing battery storage, um, which I think is one. So if we create an industry, then uh, investment will come in order to set up the manufacturing. Um, But also having that storage, you know, initially we would need to be procuring it from elsewhere, but having the storage connected to the grid would allow you to essentially shift the generation as you require. So you generate in the morning, but you can use it at night because it's stored in the battery. Um, And that is one of the things that government has 
included in its integrated resources plan is having uh, storage online so that you, you address the variability of renewable resources. You make a case for employment opportunities. Expand a little bit on that. So one of the uh, uh, queries that has come up was transitioning from the economy that we have currently with coal and with the mining and with the coal-powered fire stations is that we will lose significant numbers of jobs across Mm. the country. Um, But what we are saying as an industry association is that renewables will create Mm. different jobs and in different areas of the country so you can then transition people into those jobs. Um, You'll have seen in the opinion piece that um, our chairperson put out that we uh, we say up to 14 jobs per megawatt of uh, solar PV that's installed. And what is important to look at in terms of PV is we're not just talking about utility scale projects. So it's not just big projects that are created or connected to the grid. We're also talking about small scale rooftop projects mm-hmm. and training of installers in rural areas. And um, we're talking about projects that are under one, uh, one megawatt, under 10 megawatts that are supplying uh, energy users or high energy users in different areas of the country. So it doesn't need to just be on a large scale. It's something that will be distributed all, all across the country um, and therefore impact people across the country. You've connected all the dots. The elephant <laughs> in the room is, then what's the problem? What's holding us back? So uh, right now we have an integrated resource plan, which essentially would uh, address um, the requirements. What we are waiting for is an industry. Um, number one is for the round five, as we call it, um, which is an, a bidding process to come out so that companies and projects that are ready to go and ready to be built can bid into that system and then be available to supply uh, projects and electricity to the grid. But also um, there's another article that another colleague penned is that we have licensing requirements currently. So if your project is under one megawatt, so basically a, a project on a roof, you don't need to receive a license. But we are saying that if you can increase that requirement up to 10 megawatts, so any project smaller than 10 megawatts don't need to go through the licensing process, A, it avoids all of the red tape, but B, we could have 2,000 megawatts of PV in, on the grid in the next 12 months, which would address the immediate issue and crisis um, that we have with the short shortfalls of electricity during the day. I mean, this piece was quite scathing in, in alluding to the fact that with all of that in place, there just is a sense that there isn't the political will to get this moving as quickly as we need it. So I, I think we understand that the government, the wheels of government turn fairly slowly and there's a lot of different departments that have to be uh, consulted and brought on board in order for uh, this to happen and for this to move. Um what we are saying is that you know, there's been such a, an amazing response and such a rapid response to the COVID-19 crisis mm. that if this is acknowledged as a crisis, there could be a similar speedy yeah. response to that. Um, and that really what government should be looking at is to not miss this opportunity to, um, to, to get power on the grid as quickly as possible because we're going to need the power, we're going to need the jobs, we're going to need all of that to respond now and uh, get the economy back on track as the COVID crisis subsides.
Thank you very much, Shanda Ngumalo. They're speaking on behalf of a colleague, Wida Schnabel, who is a chairperson of the South African Photovoltaic Industry Association. They penned a piece called Wake Up, The Sun is Shining, and essentially just bringing our attention to the fact that we've got the sun, we've got all sorts of wonderful things here in the country. Why don't we start moving very quickly towards an energy mix that is going to serve us all?